What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. A community health needs assessment of Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties is being conducted by the Berrien County Health Department and Corwell Health, and the general public is asked to fill out the survey. Berrien County Health Officer Guy Miller tells us it asks residents about the amenities available in their community so health officials can find out what's lacking and where to work to address the deficiencies. When you step out the door, does it feel like a place you could go for a walk or a run? So community safety is in there, transportation to and from grocery stores, to and from doctor's appointments, proximity to a health care provider to actually talk to a doctor. Miller says the first community needs assessment for the area was done back in 2013, and it provided some interesting insights into local needs. Mental health came up as a priority. We started down that track to say, what are conversations that we need to have around mental health? Mental health is more than just a diagnosis from a doctor, right? It is self-care. Are you taking care of yourself? How's your anxiety level? What are different relaxation techniques that you can use to address your anxiety levels? Miller says the assessment will be used to create a community health improvement strategy. The survey is now online, and we have a link to it at our website. It'll be available through the end of November. A report outlining the results will be published in December 2024. The implementation strategy set for May 2025. Benton Harbor City Commissioners have approved a resolution calling on the Michigan Legislature to ban flavored tobacco products. At their Monday meeting, Mayor Marcus Muhammad said the city was approached by a health group seeking to influence public policy on the issue. It is asking cities everywhere to speak up. Where we can use our voices to influence the legislator to look at these laws and change them to protect young people and youth and people in our community. Because the statistics pointed to the sales are by and large in black communities. But what we also have found is that it's popping up everywhere. The resolution covers not only flavored tobaccos, but also flavored vaping products and menthol cigarettes. Mohammed said while the city doesn't have control over the legality of such substances, it can send a message to state lawmakers. Commissioners approved the resolution unanimously. The South Haven City Council has moved forward on a housing and commercial development plan for downtown At a meeting this week, the council granted planned unit development status to the Center Street project, which will be between Quaker and Phoenix Streets. What's planned is a five-story mixed-use development that would include a new commercial space and 29 housing units. During a public meeting on Monday, much of the conversation was about parking. Developer Adam Locker of Locker & Locker Properties said the project will have more than enough space. We plan to provide 67 parking spaces, and that abundance of parking is meant to provide significant public benefit, specifically 150,000 square feet of building space that does not contribute to an already tenuous parking situation downtown. While most of these spaces will not be for the general public, the development will ensure any shortage of parking is not exacerbated. Mayor Scott Smith said he's pleased to see an empty space downtown being invigorated. I'm excited to see more activity. You're going to energize Center Street even more. It's been fun to see that change. The housing units will be both apartments and condos. The parcel in question has sat vacant for about 10 years, leaving a hole in downtown. Developers hope if all goes well, the units could start to be occupied in 2027.
Governor Gretchen Whitmer participated in a fireside chat at the University of Chicago this week to talk about efforts to lure people to Michigan. Whitmer has made it a key goal of her administration to grow Michigan's population. She says the region is bound to attract more people due to changing conditions. With climate change, people are going to be moving to the Midwest. You are probably already seeing it to some extent as we are seeing coastline be bought up in the state of Michigan all across the state. This will not be solved in the next three years. While I'm governor, I'll be done in three years. But it's got to get started now, and it has to transcend a change in in leadership, a change in administration. Whitmer says the work to attract new people to the state will be a major focus for Michigan politicians after her term expires. She said ensuring rights for all people and focusing on our climate is the main way Michigan is trying to appeal to younger people. A benefit concert to help those affected by Huntington's disease will be held on November 5th in Pawpaw. Champions for HD CEO Shelby Smithers tells us this is the sixth Champions for HD benefit concert. Several Southwest musicians, including herself, will perform at Pawpaw Brewing Company to raise funds for both research and the families of young people with juvenile Huntington's disease. Smithers says they face all kinds of costs. So a lot of families who suffer with Huntington's disease, they have to go on disability, but there's a waiting period where they have to get approved. They have to go through lawyers and the legal system. So we're trying to help mediate those issues in between then where they're trying to pay for medical bills, they're trying to pay for their lawyers. Smithers says the concert in 2021 raised $20,000, some of which was used to help a high school girl with Huntington's get a new wheelchair. In addition to music, there will be a raffle, a silent auction, plenty of food, and a good time. You can order tickets online, and we have the link on our website, wsjm.com. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and you should be aware that not only women get breast cancer. Patrice Conrad is a senior provider program specialist with Priority Health. A lot of times people think they don't have, or men think they don't have to worry about breast cancer because you know, it's a women's disease. That is not true. Any breast tissue can get cancer. So men, it is important that they do self-exams, that they notice any changes in their breasts or nipples, um, and report it immediately so they can get screened if there's a problem. Conrad recommends eating healthy, exercising, avoiding too much alcohol, processed foods, and smoking to limit your risk of cancer. Breast cancer in men is rare and usually occurs in older men. And in case you haven't heard it yet, Doctors around Michigan are urging residents to get vaccinated against the flu. Survey data from 2023 shows that general intent to become vaccinated against the flu is low overall. Dr. Vincent Winkler-Prinz, a family practice owner in Petoskey, says this means a larger group of people are not protected against the virus. Just overall numbers so far around the states, except for maybe Alaska, are relatively low-ish, but particularly because of the concerns of under-immunization at this point, I think people are very worried that while we don't yet know about the severity of the current strains of, of influenza that will infect us this year, we do worry that we have a larger population at risk. And so ultimately the effects could be very significant. Michigan's public health goal is to vaccinate at least 4 million residents. Doctors say if you get the vaccine and still get the flu, the chances of it being a severe case will be much lower. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration wants to know if General Motors self-driving vehicles are doing a good enough job of detecting pedestrians. Michigan News Network's Jeff Gilbert has this report. 
This comes after four reports of automated vehicles from GM's cruise division striking pedestrians. No word on specifics, but most of the self-driving vehicles are run in San Francisco. The government wants to know if there are any specific issues that put pedestrians at risk from these vehicles. Gilbert says Cruise is cooperating with the investigation. It says its automated vehicles have a better safety record than those operated by human drivers. And U.S. Senator Gary Peters has introduced a proposal to improve customer service at federal agencies. The federal government provides a wide range of services, though apparently many agencies can be difficult to navigate. Senator's proposal would encourage all government agencies to offer a better and more secure experience for taxpayers by adopting customer service best practices from the private sector. Peters says taxpayers must be able to easily and efficiently reach federal agencies when they have questions about services or benefits. Senator's legislation would require agencies to develop a written comprehensive strategy to improve customer experience, including a plan to implement those best practices. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.